0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Trail Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Stoner. Thank you for joining me on yet another journey across the podcast airwaves. You know, I've got a great one to finish out 2023. Um, This was so, so much fun conversation. Uh, Spring Energy has been a sponsor to the Endurance Race Series and to the Trail Life podcast for the last few years. And to have the opportunity to chat with the owners and the founders of such a great, great product, a product that supports the trail running community, it was great just to get the backstory of where Spring Energy came from and what they are planning on the future um, to help support the community. So it was a great conversation. I hope you guys really enjoy. It was such, such a pleasure. And I... Really appreciate um, both Adam and uh, Rafa joining the conversation. So let's just get right into it. Thank you for listening, and welcome to The Trail Life. Adam Golanuski and Rafa Nazarazic. Well,
1: help me turn the turning. Well, help me get it right. I don't want to hurt no.
0: Well, first of all, before we get into the the background and story of it, I want to say thank you as, as a race organizer um, for what you guys have brought to the table um, from the nutrition side of things, you know, for many years over, I'm nothing against any product here, but like, uh, like goo products, uh, Hey, I I'm never been a fan of them. They're too, too pasty for me. Some of the other stuff is a little too sweet when it comes to those other products. And I, so what you guys have brought to the table with the flavors and textures for me and, and a lot of the racers in our events, I know they really appreciate it. So I want to say thank you for for being out there and having something that's different for us as runners and for the support that you're giving to the trail running and ultra running community.
1: Oh, That's great to hear. Very nice of you. Thanks thank you.
0: For, we had a chance to kind of just briefly talk at, at TRE, you know, I, as part of my business, I used to, um, I used to do a lot of consulting for other brands and the jelly belly candy company was one of my clients for the, for 18 years. Oh, wow. And that's so cool. when I started asking about your flavor profiles and stuff and how you got into it, like I, I learned a lot about that from, from jelly belly perspective. So that's one of the things that, that we'll get into here in a little bit, because I think that's, it's <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's very interesting to me and how you guys create that. But I think it's, kind of important on how runners look at that too and how you guys kind of create those those profiles for the for the athletes themselves Um, what
1: capacity were you consulting with uh, them so so
0: we did uh so i've always been on the sports marketing side so i i did a lot of their event and sponsorship activation so they would they would hire us out to uh go to events make sure their sponsorship uh branding was on point make sure that all of their product was at the aid stations, you know, where they were sponsoring events. We also did a lot of work with their cycling team as well. So that's so. Being that that was the case, we we always ended up having to go into, you know, the candy company every single time or the factory, and we'd do the tours with different different staff members that would come in and out of of our facility, or or if the team came in and they would do a they would do a, a tour, we would we would be on site to to help out and stuff. So it's it was. Always quite interesting from that perspective and working the working with food products on that side and how they, everything relates. I mean, we, I was there when the sport bean line came out for the first time and we started working with the, the Jelly Belly sport bean when they, when they started doing it. Otherwise they were, they were supplying just regular jelly beans to, <laughs> to the races for, for I, I, nutrition. I was different. In
2: What's that? <laughs> and how different was was that the the sport
0: line from the the regular candy you know oh, no,
1: no no different at all just the, the name uh,
0: well now that i don't work for them anymore <laughs> um you know i don't i don't really know if there was much different At all. I think, yes, they maybe added some, a little bit of electrolytes to the, to the bean, but I think when it was all said and done, it was, it was the same, same texture, same, same style. I I don't know if the beans were a little bit bigger. I think the caffeine, some caffeine and some electrolytes were added into it, but I don't really see the, didn't really see the big difference between the two right and it's it, they just they taste successful? they tasted good let's just put it that way
2: <laughs> yeah were they successful in the, in the, in in this line of products or i don't you know see they,
0: anymore anywhere, right? you and, know i don't see yeah. them much anymore i know that they're still out there and what really drove the sport bean line was their cycling team oh. uh they created the sport bean line for their cycling team because their cycling team was literally just on their on race just Sh- you know, shoveling down regular jelly beans, right? Yeah. And it's, that's the, sh- that's the sugar, it's the sugar crash, the sugar high. So they created the sport bean line mainly for their cycling team. And when they stopped sponsoring the cycling team, I, like I said, I know that the, the, the brand and the line is still out there, but I don't know as how successful it is at this point. I mean, again, it was all driven by the one sport, the one team, and it just kind of float over into running and and other triathlons and stuff so
2: so just so the opportunity to 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 use the same product pretty much to to grow to other space
0: yeah
1: but that brings an interesting question is uh, uh cycling accustomed to this type of uh ingestion of nutrition meaning that you know something small and easy to to put in the mouth maybe that's our uh Issue with getting into the space—they're very
2: particular, yeah—and they they they're used to certain things, and they they don't want to even learn change to do yeah. It differently.
0: Yeah, I, I I know that from a triathlete perspective, it's really hard to get a triathlete to shift gears from one product to the next because they're so dedicated and, and to their training aspect with that type of product, whether it's a shoe or a clothing style or or a nutrition product. It's like that's just the way I think they're. They look at things cycling. I I think it kind of falls in that same line a little bit, but I think there's a little bit of give there where loyal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, that's the thing is triathletes and cyclists are very loyal to the, to the brands and not to say that runners aren't, but I think runners, if given the opportunity to try something new and train with something new, they're more likely to do so versus the triathlete. (laughs) and I, I don't know that's that's just the that's just what i can kind of see from from my experience and and knowing some of the athletes and stuff but
1: an interesting uh, observation
0: yeah yeah i have always i was known i've always known road uh trail runners or road runners it doesn't really matter i've always known the, them to be more open to other products in the space, as long as they're not just in taking them in or using them right before an event, right? Like the training aspect of it, if it, they cycle those into it and they, they like it and they enjoy it, then they'll, they'll switch over. So yeah, um, you can
2: imagine how many people I met at races where they would switch to spring just before the race and they would be willing to do it. You know, I, I can't <laughs> even like seeing this uh, in road running, for example, but triad uh, trail runners, are open to this like you, you tell them is, like this rice banana you know honey and whatever and they're okay i can try it yeah <laughs> for a long run you know, <laughs> for a long race uh 50 mile or whatever it
1: is and and they're willing to test during the race and so it sounds to me that like personality dictates what kind of sport you're gonna end up in
0: i guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> So I want to get into a little bit of you guys' background because I know Rafael, you're more of you're more of the sports nutritionist of of the two, right? Like you came, you come from that background. Well, versus... I
2: have pretty rich background. <laughs> so <laughs> I started uh, with uh, sports nutrition, physiology, biochemistry, bioenergetics, then switched a little bit more towards. Uh, research in cell biology research. And then, you know, and then on top of that, I, I, I've been an athlete since, since year four. So uh, that's the combination which helped.
0: Wow. And then Adam, so what's, what's your background? Are you more of the like creative side of things? Like what's where, where, how's your background um,
1: falling? that's, I have uh, kind of a, complicated background and <laughs> as well I, I started off as uh, chemical engineering in in, in Poland uh, and I dropped out to uh, to come here and I then ended up uh, graduating with uh, uh, with a uh, animation web programming degree from temple uh so oh wow I, for most of my life I I, I animated uh 3d graphics for television <laughs> so, uh, but I'm, I'm uh you know i'm, I'm all over uh, the place i i uh, uh i um uh, you know we, throughout the years here even at spring we picked up uh, uh different skills and and certificates so yeah there's like I, I i go broad as well
0: so how have you guys known each other your entire lives or how did how did how where's the connection there for you
1: no, we no. we have not. We met uh, when Rafa was uh, at Vanderbilt University uh, in Nashville, and he was messing around with the product idea, which immediately uh, sparked my interest in the commercialization of it uh, at the time. So Adam is the one
2: who <clears throat> who is responsible for that. That you know that spring actually. Came to life. I would never turn it into a, a company.
1: Rafa was not very. Yeah. He was so into his research. <laughs> 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 you know, just feeling the the idea of filling out an
2: application for business application. Yeah. Was was too much for me. <laughs> 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 Adam, he said, "I will do it." So I said, okay, then we can start a company. Be- otherwise, I, w- I would never do it.
1: <laughs> At the time when Rafa was discussing the, the research that was coming out uh, uh, in regards to real food nutrition, that was pretty obvious that there is nothing like that uh, out there. So I, I couldn't believe that, that the product in this capacity didn't exist yet. So it was pretty, pretty obvious to me. Uh, I guess it. I, we were right <laughs>
0: like, yeah. What was, I mean, I guess what was Rafa when it came to like your thought process with it, were you just as a, as an athlete, just super unhappy with a lot of the nutrition, you know, options that were out there. And that's what kind of got you started on kind of messing with the idea of As I assume it's probably.
2: Yeah. So, you know, I've at the time I was uh, training for road marathons. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty dedicated to whatever I do. So my goal was to, to run a, a good road marathon. I wanted to break three hours and worked, you know, super hard. And whenever I ran those marathons, I would just at mile 18, I would hit, not the wall, but, uh, a porta party, so <laughs> that was problem. So I'm blessed with just horrible stomach. Yeah, uh, and it's uh, to to the point that I, if you know, if I would, would drink uh, electrolytes with uh, some sort of preservative, I'll just uh, puke in half an hour later. During during running, not every day, of course, right? But during running, my stomach becomes super sensitive. So, you know, I tested all the products and talk, took all the advices. People would tell me, no, you need to train with this. You, this is how you do it. This is better. This is worth. And I kind of blindly followed that. And and it wouldn't work. Like it, it, it the, the result and result was always the same. Three gels and I'm done. <clears throat> and so then I decided to... To, to take it apart and kind of look closer and see, you know, why it's, why it's happening, what's what what wrong with those products. And it became kind of obvious that all of those products are pretty much the same. That it's just a difference in branding. So there's some sort of sugar, and it's a sugar which gives you super high levels of glucose in your stomach. And it, it's uh, it could be you know the, the, those could be dextrins maltodextrin, whatever you call it, it it's brown rice syrup or whatever it's it's just uh, they're hiding sugar in those and then they add flavor to it. That's the the formula for uh, traditional gels. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the the physiology and biochemistry what happens in our body then it becomes obvious like you you can't there's no way that you can absorb that you would need to drink so much water to dissolve it that it's just physically impossible uh and i i don't know how it happens there are some people who can can do it (laughs) but but it 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 sounds almost impossible if you eat three four or five gels then you need to to have just enormous amount of water yeah then you you exhaust the entire system basically so you know the volume increases and and it just bursts so then i and i looked at that and you know so it's okay so instead of those simple sugars we need something what will be slower uh have slower digestion and my first choice uh were actually potatoes <clears throat> and no oh. and this was the the initial product it was uh, based on potato and uh, peanut butter and uh, that was the the first which I was making by myself for for my uh, my races and it worked uh, amazing but I had to wake up at 3 a.m uh, you know, Cooked the potato. Cooked
0: potato.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then later we learned that uh, that there's no go with that, that, uh, you know, in order to manufacture it, it would be impossible. That's why we switched to the next best, which was rice. Okay. So, and, you know, the, the peanut butter uh, idea remains. So our first product was uh, Power Rush and Long Call, which is Power Rush's uh, plum, uh, honey and and rice, basically, and then uh, the one call was uh, <clears throat> peanut butter, rice, uh, and 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 honey, and yeah, and this is how we, we started, basically.
0: I'm shocked on the potato thing. I, I that's that <laughs> is the most you, interesting, intriguing thing to me. That oh man, I,
2: you need to try it. <clears throat> Just uh, <laughs> bake potatoes, mash it with uh, with peanut butter, add some salt and you know i would pack this uh, into and seal it and uh, and run races on that and it was what's it,
0: the i mean when you're using the potatoes like what was the consistency of it like did you have to like actually mash the potato like cook it yeah. and mash the potato yeah
2: it was pretty pretty uh, i mean it was like a compared to pretty dense so it was it wasn't uh, that easy going down but it was super uh, feeling yeah. <laughs> Tons of energy, for sure. Probably more peanut butter than potatoes, yeah.
0: and to have some uh, carbs in it, so that was the idea. So I know you guys came out in, what, 2014? Is that the first? Yeah, that's June
1: 2014. The
0: first, the first product came out in 14. Yeah. How, how long did it take, uh, and Adam, maybe for you, is like from the time that you started Doing all the business paperwork to the time that the product launched. What was your timeline as far as all that goes?
1: Well, the filing uh, occurred in 2014. There was a period of uh, R and D even after that uh, that happened. Uh, I can't recall right now. It was yeah.
2: well. We actually hard. we we actually met on uh, during holiday season. So there was a Polish party. And this is when we met first time. It was 2013. So, so, so it's 10 years, actually. So it's uh, our mm-hmm. annu- anniversary.
0: Oh, congratulations, guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, but we're, we're the, so it didn't take that long. So we, we met during the uh, holiday season mm-hmm. um, for the first time. And then we met again uh, privately uh, I remember uh, Adam invited us to his house and, you know, I told him him about this idea and, you know, right away, kind of quick, mm-hmm. <laughs> And then we started working on it. And, you know, by, I would say by probably March, April, uh, we had like a prototype. We went to University of Tennessee where we got uh, great help from those people. Uh, kind of. Um, moving into like legalizing the product. So there was a long uh, process to get the uh, process certified by FDA. Yeah. And, and so that that was uh, kind of challenging because so the, we didn't have the background for that. So we had to learn all of that. And it was all experimentations and and probably it, it was actually good that we didn't have any knowledge because we kind of looked at, at, at this manufacturing and and did it the way we thought it should be done.
0: Ignorance is bliss sometimes, though, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. If, if, you you do, really, if you don't really, know, if you don't we're not
1: exactly. <laughs> 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 But but to answer your question, when you when you think of the first product out on the market, it's it's kind of hard to um uh put our brain around because the the first products were you know it was first of all small very very small batches and mm-hmm. it, you know before we got into any kind of sales or any kind of you know uh, stores we we were giving products away uh and trying different things so there was a lot of learning in terms of packaging and in terms of uh even uh uh recipes. Yeah. So the real first spring that you know uh right now didn't appear until later on. We we really went through a a, a lot of learning from uh from our you know customers. Yeah you know, where we are now. Uh, so
0: how many like you said because you said the power rush and long haul were the first two flavors you pretty much did. Is that is that right if I remember so that. Yes. Mm-hmm. How many how many iterations of those did you end up going through to get to that product now? I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we're, you know, we were getting pretty bad feedback at the beginning. To be honest, Yeah. <laughs> people were not ready for it. You know, that's actually uh, there are some funny stories with uh, even stories sure. uh, when I see a. Uh, look at the customer list from our wholesale. There oh was my this gosh. one store in, 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 Arizona. Arizona, no, oh, no. in Arizona, which uh, you know, would we we started doing it uh, so we would manufacture, it, go out and try to sell. You know, trying to see like how it's perceived. Go somewhere to some stores and say, hey, we have this product. What do you think? Would you would you sell it or not? So we're just kind of test testing the idea and. Adam sent samples and call a story in arizona and uh and they said that it tastes uh like um orange juice after i would wash, brought, it, brush, brush uh, teeth.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> or, you know you would, we would get this kind of feedback that it tastes like puke or whatever and uh, so yeah for sure people were not ready for this product and now we they're like you know they're huge customers of
1: us so it's like I <laughs> them and, hey remember when you said that <laughs> but just that goes to show you if you don't have thick skin uh you better not. <clears throat> Start a <laughs> start business
0: ah uh, yeah I guess so
1: <laughs> yeah that, that, that was uh, our
2: ignorance probably and and, and kind of uh, persistence that we we didn't give up we had all you know all the negativity and all the bad feedback but for some reason we just kept punching and believing in it that um, it will catch up it's like whenever we would taste, all the gel so that's impossible that people want to eat it it's it's so bad that the bar is so low that whatever we make it's yeah then things better i mean it, it tastes like real food and what do you have to choose it's like it tastes pretty much the same and it tastes like plastic so
0: yeah i i 100 agree i mean it's it's a lot easier to to take down even from first first use like like you said like Trail runners, you know, they, they'll switch over to it really quick without really having any any training with it. And it's it, it makes it a lot easier to transition into something like that. I the the paste so much with some of these other companies, it makes it so hard to take in and, and drink like you're talking about the 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 amount of water you have to drink with some of those products, it's it's unbearable sometimes. So awesome sauce is probably your biggest selling flavor. Like where did where did that come into the process like how far down the development did that come into put into play
2: uh that that's that that's uh one of the latest uh product um basically it was kind of um you know for for years before it uh awesome sauce came to life we We kept uh, getting emails from customers complaining, like, about every single allergen. So they would say, "Oh, I'm allergic to this. I'm allergic to this. I'm allergic to that." So I kept always in my mind, like, we one day we need to make a product for all those people who, who can't eat pretty much like anything, right? So, so then if you look uh, at the ingredients, you can choose from. Those are the ingredients, like in the awesome sauce, you have ingredients where there's no allergens. And there are people who have uh, like IBS, for example. And Mm -hmm. uh, I worked with some athletes uh, dealing with IBS also and always wish like I I wish I had uh, even better product to offer. So that was kind of in the back of my mind always. Like we need to, one day we need to make this type of product and then there was a discussion with uh uh Megan Roche. uh she used to coach me so you know Oh she, really
0: I've I've known Megan and David for a long time <laughs> Yeah
2: so they they kind of you know came up with the idea uh I don't know I don't remember uh exactly you know how much of the the, the ingredients they, they brought up, but it kind of was like, yeah, in line with what I always wanted. It was like, yeah, let's do it. So, and they, their main point was like, well, maybe we could make a product without any fat in it. And I was like, okay, let's, let's try it. And that was, that there was like the main driving idea that it will be carb heavy uh, product. But still, it will be a mix of different carbs. So it's not just, you know, sugar, straight sugar. It's like the, the mixture of different carbs. So that was the, the idea behind it. And that's why we came up with uh, sweet potato uh, in it and rice and uh, maple syrup and applesauce and apple juice. So that's like a perfect combination of different type of uh, carbs yeah and it uh, apparently people like it
0: (laughs) just a little bit (laughs) so what (sighs) talking about the one of your most popular like what are some of on the other side what are some of the flavors or profiles that you guys have done that have just been terrible it's just (laughs) terrible you're like yeah we can't do this (laughs) is there anything come to mind
2: yeah um uh, coffee coffee flavor wasn't selling uh too well which is for me is shocking i i love coffee and uh, we thought like every every trail runner lost coffee so why they wouldn't like coffee and we use super high quality coffee for for this product mm-hmm. so we use uh, cold brew coffee from project Pre- 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 Diaz, uh, our friend here in in the bay and he makes the best really cold brew coffee. So and it's like shit tons of cold brew coffee in this product. <laughs> why why people wouldn't like it? But they apparently, you know, I was alone. <laughs>
1: well, another one that we're getting a, a somewhat negative feedback is Power Rush, which is also somewhat difficult for us to understand. But that's I'm not sure if it's the plum in it or or perception of it what it does to you but that's another one that's uh that's giving us some issues
0: so we talked about it at uh the running event we we talked about the uh your your chocolate flavor Uh and we you guys were talking about the the season because i saw that it came back for the season
1: yeah you right you need to try it you need to try it it's it's phenomenal so four of them yesterday when we were making it's absolutely amazing
0: (laughs) what I what I found quite interesting with with that and I guess I, I didn't really consider it when because I, I I like it but as as we all kind of talked about it with the heat or the or the cold yeah can the, the consistency more than anything of that flavor turns like either turns a little bit too hard or a little too soft like can you talk about how is, is it mostly just the chocolate? it that does that and have you had any issues with any of the other flavors that you've kind of seen that over the years where the consistency is kind of adjusted based on the the temperature
1: well to be honest with you they all act somewhat different it's 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 uh, partially due to ingredients but chocolate you're right chocolate condenses and and with temperature much more than others and I guess it's uh, it's just that we added too much chocolate to it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so much chocolate in it, that, you know, it turns into a chocolate bar, <clears throat> <laughs> all in your hand, and you have, you know,
0: cold. which is not bad. I like the chocolate <laughs> bar is not bad when you're doing it. But <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely noticed that the consistency changes more than that one than anything else. But it's super sensitive
1: to temperature.
0: Yeah, are it's you guys? Power
1: rush. I noticed that's also another one. Um, yeah, that's that condenses quite quite a bit with with temperature on it. And yeah,
0: have you uh, from a you talk about the the coffee perspective and the and the caffeine? Like, do and this is... I'm. I, you know from somebody who's listening in on this who doesn't really who's learning about spring you know a lot of the a lot of products out there now have caffeine pretty much dialed into their products how much how much of your products have a caffeine component to it and then how much caffeine is either a too little or too much um from from a like a nutrition product standpoint
2: so we have uh, heal aid um uh which is uh, 30 milligrams of uh, caffeine. We have a uh, uh, speed nut with uh, 50 milligram. We will have a, a new product pretty soon uh, with higher dose. We'll look for that. And then uh, the coffee coffee itself has uh, about, it's hard to say because it's, uh, you know, coffee uh coffee. Caffeine coffee is it's mm-hmm. hard to measure, uh, but it's approximately between 15 and 20 milligrams. So, you know, it all depends uh, how many of those you, you're going to eat. And yeah. uh, the the maximum dose is 400 milligram, but we know that uh, you can send more. Sage uh, famously at, uh, I don't remember how many, 20 or something like crazy like that of helate <clears throat> when it had 50 milligrams of caffeine and he won like Sonoma. Uh, he almost passed out at the finish line, but he won. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he so he he kind of showed the science is wrong. <laughs> you can <laughs> eat more and still run pretty fast. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's all kind of personal and how how you pace yourself with those products and uh, how you tolerate uh, caffeine, there are people more and less sensitive to caffeine and Mm -hmm. it it all depends. And so uh, um, yeah, so that's why we we try to bring all the the whole uh, spectrum of uh, caffeine content. So it will be from the lowest to to soon pre high co- mm-hmm. caffeine content. In Just to
1: com- compare, uh, Red Bull has 112, I believe. Yeah. 111. 111. We'll <laughs> have a little bit more. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, what uh, What else is coming up for spring in the in the near future, like next year? What do you guys have have planned? Are you yeah, Like you talk about new flavors and stuff, and I, just, I assume you don't want to release any of that just yet. But are you always are you trying to release new flavors every year or is it something where you look to cut back? Like, how does your how's your process go with with a lot of the the, the flavors and stuff and, and the products you have? So
1: uh, we have a pretty exciting new line in our offering. We, we have uh, power snacks. And uh, look, look out for it early next year. We have uh, a couple of new uh, flavors from this uh, this category that we started with orange. I don't know. You probably had a chance at. Uh, it's
0: delicious. I'm. I'm not. Gonna, but I'm a huge orange like I, I. I love the orange flavor. So for me, it, it's. It's. It's right up there. It's. It's awesome. So. So uh, Rafa
1: uh, 840 at the at his last race so the... <laughs>
2: which is like against our marketing because we say perfect runs perfect for your you know brief workouts and then uh, uh, yeah I come
1: out on to 100 miler and eat 40 of those <laughs> so yeah they're a little bit different in the profile they are simpler and uh, a little bit lighter overall they just go down easy and they are just phenomenal and they're so... cheaper So that's another thing that we wanted
2: to make a product which is a little bit cheaper. And so we we recognize this, that, you know, some people uh, have difficult time of paying uh, as much as we are asking to pay for some of the products. Yeah. And, um, you know, there is... uh, We know that people appreciate it what it what it is, but they still can't so afford it. So that was our kind of uh, step toward uh, making a cheaper product, but give people a choice uh, so that they don't need to go to uh, to sugar uh, loaded products, Mm -hmm. and they will still be able to eat real food. And you know, and it's a little bit less calories but in my mind it's not uh that significant uh less uh, if you if you look at the profile so mm-hmm. i would say that there there is a difference if you eat 100 calories in sugar and 100 calories in real food that that makes a difference uh, so if we'll give people ability to use those products i think they will be happy mm-hmm.
0: uh, is it from a from a power snap perspective like what's it i guess what is it more like a like a like a gummy chew or is it like what's the same. of it? Will be the same,
2: much light uh, a little bit lighter.
0: Okay. Texture. Got it.
2: So uh bec- it, there's just less ingredients in them and you know, but still rice base. Uh, so that that's uh that's important. Um and it, it, it just worked perfectly i you know i came up with this idea for a power snack when i was training for a 100 miler, that you know running 10 miles turn around at five and i feel like i could eat something maybe not like the whole gel mm-hmm. but if i could have a snack right now it'd be awesome and and i started taking some some stuff with me and you know eating like awesome sauce on on shorter runs and like god ah, maybe this this is too much but it would be great to have something lighter and just like, you know, just to pop it in. and and it, it, it proved to work really well. Like I, I felt better going, you know, going back from for the next five miles and then recovery seems to be better and just feeling afterward also. So that that was kind of the idea behind power snack
0: also, I
1: wanted to add and uh, going back to your question what next year we, we have this this uh, concentrated drink that that is somewhat gone under under the radar uh for for our customers uh it's it's uh it's a very unique uh product i don't know Are you're familiar with electrolyte the, the concentrated
0: drink i have seen that on the website yeah
1: so mm-hmm. essentially it's, it's it's juice and it's some stars that you know gives you energy electrolytes and it's it's easy uh it's 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 really great so we're hoping to bring uh, more, more 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 flavors to that category as well, and also we have uh, hopes to uh, finally uh, release our second second Sorry. and third bar, so that's we have a lot on the plate. Uh, yeah, we have a lot coming up. Ideas, then uh, ability to <laughs> to bring them to
2: life, and the past uh, half a year basically it was like a burst of ideas. And we, we started uh, just cranking those products. We used to release one product in every year or half a year, depending on the year, but it, with this kind of pace, but we already released the uh, matcha berry. And so that was the second uh, meal. And then uh, orange and then we have two new flavors uh probably coming in january and then we have the second bar really probably coming early as well next year or yeah like so that. <laughs> that's just
0: it it's, it's a busy time over at spring energy that's for sure
1: but also <laughs> our meals this is absolutely uh incredible uh, uh category that Wolfpack is is belongs to it, but we we are uh, recently uh, improved the the way we we, we cook uh, 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 oatmeal, and it changed it to to uh, just absolutely incredible uh, uh, flavor really overall. Next level uh, meal. So we encourage anybody who hasn't tried uh, the, our meals to to give it a try. It, it's it's really it's really great.
0: How's the uh, you talk about the a different way to cook oatmeal like what what's the what was the process you guys went through
1: longer <laughs> <laughs> well we,
2: we went uh, old school so we looked at the, the way you know it, it, it has been done and then uh, we kind of uh, took over uh, and from the people who you know who were cooking yeah like we took it back and read <laughs> Yeah, but, redesign. But that yeah. little change really made. Made a huge difference. It was, yeah, it was a big, big difference. And now it's uh, yeah, it's it's pretty tasty.
0: Now, Rav, when it comes to the flavors, you guys decided Are you still like really hands-on as far as being in 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 the lab, so to speak, and and trying to figure out the flavor profiles of that stuff? Is that
1: oh yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm.
2: but yeah, that it's been you know since the beginning. Yeah, this is the more most enjoyable part of the process, I would say, you know, Um, and and it feels with the with experience we have, it's becoming kind of uh, easier and easier to figure out the the flavor profile. Yeah. And maybe it's a matter of confidence as well. Mm -hmm. Before you would, you know, kind of look for feedback. And be afraid that oh maybe people don't want to like it and and now it's like I know I know what it needs to be and I yeah. want it this way
0: so <laughs> um well I I appreciate you guys sitting down with me and and talking a little bit more detail behind the product because like I said I think it's the amount of success you guys are getting in the, in the trail running space alone. I mean, it's, it's been phenomenal and, and uh, you know, the support that you give to the the races and as a race organizer, like I said, thank you very much for offering up something a little bit different, a little bit better for, for the athlete is huge. So um, I appreciate you guys taking a little bit of time and, and uh, sitting down and talking with me now, Adam, have you gotten into any ultra running because of this? Are you like into that sport now?
1: I sure did. I'm. I'm. A, I'm a, I, um, I fly. That's my main passion. But uh, I, I did. Uh, I ran my uh, 50k. All right shortly after spring uh, uh <laughs> but i i, I suck so bad
0: no i was gonna uh, say how much did you get, have to get talked into that though <laughs>
1: competing is but uh, but i i'm a uh, i'm a uh, you know i run uh, just for health but i'm not in, in competitions but it was so. pretty impressive
2: what uh, what adam did was uh, pretty impressive i need to say so you know he said, okay, we are running this company which makes products for runners. I, I need to see what it means to to run a, an ultra. And he jumped into a 50K. So I pretty finished my time.
1: Pretty much,
2: <laughs> you
0: finished.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought like, oh man, it's going to suck so bad. <laughs> Don't train and try to run a 50k, but, uh, yeah, he did it and, uh, he finished. So, so but it you know,
1: awesome. <laughs> you don't have to compete to consider yourself an athlete. You know, it's, 100%. I, in, in my mind, I, I, uh, you know, I've done a different thing. I swam, I, I, I did Taekwondo for a little bit, so I, you know, I've done different things, but, uh, yeah, if, if you feel like an athlete, then you do this and that, that's, that's good enough, uh, yeah. to. To live healthy,
0: so. yeah. And then Rafael, what, what what's your next race? You got something coming up?
2: Yeah, I signed for for a couple of races. Uh, Miwok will be probably the uh, for the spring me, the main thing to to run. I signed for Big Alta as well, fifty k in in February. But I'm not sure if I will be ready for that.
0: <laughs> now, are you? Are, is is the the 100k, 50k time? Is that's kind of your your area of of where you like to keep it, or have you ever considered doing into what's you know the 200 paces, you know now and stuff? Have you tapped into that at all?
2: No, not really. I I like still. I still like uh, you know running races. I would say so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I like I liked the the probably the fifty k is probably where I I feel like I I can do best if I mm-hmm. look at my times. Then you know if I train hard and be ready, that's probably sweet spot fifty k to. Hundred K is probably max. I suck yeah. at hundred milers. So I'll keep <laughs> coming back to them. Unfortunately I I finished the the last one. So it made me think like, Oh, maybe I could do another one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that's the longest probably I would like to go. I don't think two hundred miles it's it's it sounds like a hiking hiking trip. I I don't have time for that. To take. <laughs> I would take like, uh, you know if you look at this you know as, as maybe
0: as an adventure that that would be fun to do. Yeah. But uh, yeah. what about you? Ah, uh, you know I unfortunately. I, my my running career is is long past. I'm I'm more of a like six miles is is kind of my max at this point. Like I'm a big guy. Like you guys see me in person. I'm yeah. six five two two forty five, and it's like longer distances just beat the living shit out of me. So I I, <laughs> I keep them short. I do a little bit more of different different training now. So but but it also comes down to how many races I end up producing in a given year
1: oh, uh, yeah. and
0: it, so that takes away from any training schedule that I I can really provide for myself right like so my I get a lot of the enjoyment out of going and marking all the courses for each one of our races like we you know this weekend we just did our a race in Escondido and I was out there by myself you know hiking for 10 miles and it was like oh this is great like you get a chance to enjoy the course nobody's on on the trails with you at, the t- at that time you can just kind of take it all in and, and have fun with it and, and so that's that's where i kind of get a lot of my enjoyment out of it right now i wish i could do some longer stuff but man a six is like pushing it for me anymore
1: <laughs> so how many races do you produce uh, per year
0: So trail running, we do, uh, now 12 trail runs total throughout the year, both in Colorado and San Diego area. So we've got five races during the summertime in Colorado, Mm -hmm. and then we do six trail races in a series, uh, here in San Diego. And then we do one 24 hour race during the summertime. So so it's, it's a lot. It's a, it ends up being a little bit more and that doesn't even include the, the other like road races and charity events that I help that I produce or help help produce as well. So it's, it's kind of a mix of 18 to 20 events in a given year. So mm-hmm. almost a, a, an event, event and a half per, per month we'll is play. what it ends up being. So it takes its toll after a while. <laughs> Mm-hmm. About,
1: well, thank you for having us uh, on your courses. That uh, that's uh, thanks. Yeah, for- I mean, it's, like yeah, to,
0: uh, I, really- we we really appreciate, it. and as long as the runners, like that was one of the things that 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 I was asked. Um, I I had some other brand come up to me and talk about wanting to do some sponsorships, and I actually I it took some time and I surveyed a, a lot of our runners, and I said either a we can we can either have X or we can have Y, you know, we can have, we'd have, let's just call it goo versus spring. And it was a resounding feedback that people wanted to keep spring on course. And, and so it was kind of one of those things where we looked at it as, all right, well, the runners have spoken, and I'm not gonna. I, I'm always driven towards the community, right? And what's going to better the the community of of the sport and everything else? And it's sometimes when you look at sponsorships versus, you know, what's best for for the brand. I, I looked at it as well. If it, it, I would rather the community be happy with the products that we're that we're having on at our races than taking in a little bit of money that people are just going to hate having on course. Right. And so it's, so it was interesting to see that survey and I'm glad I did it because it kind of made me realize that that's, you know, important for us to, you know, showcase, showcase products that are on our, and on our aid stations and on our course that people are going to enjoy and, and keep coming back for Right. And so, mm-hmm. um, again, that's why I thank you guys for the product you put out and, and the thought process you put into it as well. So it's, I know the runners really enjoy it.
2: Thanks a lot. There's a, another uh, branch of marketing uh, being created, uh, dumpster diving-based uh, marketing. I don't know if you've heard about that, but <laughs> this is what races do now. This is how we got to, to <laughs> one of the biggest uh, uh, races in the U.S. They, they did the dumpster diving and they found phone that, phone that phone. spring is the most commonly used uh, on the course, and they say we it.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, guys. I really appreciate your time, and, and good luck with everything that's coming up for you.
1: Thank All you, right, Jeff. Thanks for having me as well. Take care.
0: Trail Life Podcast is hosted and produced by me, Jeff Stoner. Music is provided by the Poor Dirty Astronauts with lyrics written by Matt Meyer. You can rate, review, and subscribe to this episode and the entire Trail Life Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or anywhere you find your favorite podcast episodes. Thank you again for listening in, and we'll see you on the trails again real soon.